Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Stevie, and as always, I'm joined by Quinn and May. Howdy, y'all! The current score is 4 0 to Digimon, and this time we're discussing the fifth episodes in the Nicker of Time. <laughs> Nickers. And Dream a Little Dream. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And a big thank you to our fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions of every episode and help us get to that specials goal. So let's start off with In the Nicker of Time. I love that they say Nicker and Knickerbocker so many times. Just It's just funny. Does Nicker mean anything to, to Americans? I think we know the British version. Knickers, ladies' underwear. Ha, underwear is funny. In, in Australia, we call it like everyone's. Everyone's wearing, wearing Knickers. Sure. It's just, there's knickers. That's probably what they're going for in this. They're not just ladies' underwear, they're everyone's underwear. They're the people's underwear. Here it didn't mean underwear, it meant like the old British version where it was just like shorts. How we got through this entire episode without making a single joke about them being comfy and easy to wear. I think that's because Pokemon sometimes distances itself from the uh, the games in a weird way. I mean, I get that, but that's such an obscure thing that... I don't know. I don't understand why they didn't do it. We did have Don't Get Your Knickers in a twist, though. Yeah, we have that. Classic. Very funny. Don't give yourself a wedgie. Didn't have wedgies. Actually, Knickers played a very small part in this whole episode. Yeah, they really did. Knickerbocker turned out to just be code for furry. Oh, no. Knickerbocker furry. (laughs) Wow, I didn't think of that joke. That's great. That's... wow. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Knickerbocker furry. (laughs) to me. Uh, okay, Nikolai is an absolute nutcase, but I really like him. Aren't all the ca- like the the children of the week tend to be kind of nutcasey? Not to this extent. This guy was a proper nutter. He jumped off a cliff. He had four fursuits on him. <laughs> they have multiple. Did anyone else get vaguely reminded of um that girl who really likes baseball in Johto? Oh yeah. Okay. Casey. Casey, who likes the Electabuzz team. Yeah, I don't know why. But Nikolai, I like him. He was a little out there, but I'm here for it. He's just such an absolute nutcase. <laughs> he really was. He had, like, Zigzagoon costume, uh, Mudkip, Apong, Gligar. Of course the furry likes Mudkips. You'd think he'd go for Trico. Trico, the water type. Well, I water. Zigzagoons as well are really cute. And I, I just love the little like world-building touch where they actually zigzag between things. And it's just cute. Zigzagoon were cute. I was into them. They zigzag to to go after things that they're curious about, and that's just adorable. I didn't realise that. The Pokédex straight up said it, May. No, no, wait, no, sorry. I, I didn't realise that before uh, I watched it. Like, I just thought they were called zigz- Zigzagoon because they kind of had zigzag shapes on their fur. It's just a cute idea that, like, they zigzag between things for no reason other than they're called Zigzagoon. When did Jesse's hair change colour? Did it? Way more purple than red now? Well, maybe... It implies the existence that she dyes it, which would make sense because that's a colour that does not exist naturally. It's kind of just a slightly darker purple than it was. It's still nice. Yeah, oh no, I'm not saying anything against it, I just... 
It is not the same that it, as it was. It's more vivid. Anyway. Team Rocket would fine. They're not as good as their usual um, attendance of the episode. Yeah, they weren't in it as much as normal. No, which is disappointing. Yeah, they didn't have enough time to get in a lot of jokes. They did get in a really good one about copywriting pitfall traps, though, which is just classic. And about how Meowth doesn't wear pants. Which is fair enough, because he's a Pokemon. I like how we're talking about everything but the main characters. Yeah, because, well, Mae was rubbish, as always, because she decides that she's excited about Pokemon existing now. She loses her battle, making her hopeless, but at the same time, Ash is also equally hopeless. So neither of our main characters are actually particularly good. And people will always say that it's not good to have a main character who is good at things, but it, the opposite is also not good. I don't want to see characters fail to do things again and again because it's just it makes it the Royal Knights arc of Frontier. I've got a couple counterpoints. First of all, I don't think May was really all that into the Pokemon battle. I think it was just her competitive side coming out. And second of all, Ash isn't really doing that badly. He won like both of his battles this episode. Thirdly, I don't have a third thing, but I feel like I should have said a third thing. Yeah, it feels good to say a third thing. There you go. Oh, here's a good third thing. Brock is actually a decent trainer. Oh yeah, no, Brock. Brock's good. He's good at being a calm and rational adult. Yeah, but he's also thirsty a lot. But there weren't any women around. Which was good. But I know that he's going to be thirsty. We just haven't seen his thirsty side yet. Well, he's currently going through a drought and he seems to be perfectly okay. Which will only make it all the more disappointing when he inevitably does it again. I am just curious to see how the other team members react to Brock doing that. Because I want to see who will be the one to reel him in. Maybe we'll get lucky and it was all just a weird courtship thing with Misty and he'll just he'll just stop doing it. Maybe. I'd like if it wasn't a joke anymore, but I'd be very surprised. But we don't know until Brock encounters one of the women's. Oh no, the women's. I'm not looking forward to Brock encountering the women. Like, I'm always happy when they're female characters, but yeah, not super keen on seeing uh, Brock interact with any of them. I don't ever want May or Max to be the one that drags him away all the time. Both? Both. Really, it should be Pikachu! Ash. Yeah. Anyway, put up with my friend. Ash is oblivious to how people work. That's pretty true. Like, he kind of gets Pokemon at this point, but people are still just the whole other deal. Even then, Trico. He also forgets that he knows Pokemon every couple of episodes. He just forgets to do the Pokemon thing. Like, catch a Zigzagoon. You, you see this guy doing it, why aren't you doing it? You're not wrong. But no, he has to slowly build up his team with very choice Pokemon. Well, look, he no longer wants to be the best like no one ever was. He just wants to be a hero. But he doesn't give a- Pikachu! No, he really- he doesn't at all. I mean, Ash has definitely been a hero more times than he's been the very best. We're just lowering expectations, it's fine. The only villains he's really conquered so far are Team Rocket, and they're no threat to anyone. He deals with a lot of legendary Pokemon for someone who's amazed whenever he finds out about a legendary Pokemon. But that's usually in the films, so we barely see it. Donate to our Patreon so we can cover the films. Makes sense. We got a third person. Anyway, thank you, Keith. We appreciate you. We don't appreciate Ash. No one appreciates Ash. I wish I could appreciate May, but like, nope, can't, can't do it. I'm middling on May. Like, it reminds me of the very first episode of Pokemon, how Ash used to be. Uh, that's very intentional, and I'm not here for it. If we look at this as May is the protagonist now, who is learning how to do things, and Ash is just like mentor buddy cop, 
or something. That would be good. But he still makes like weird errors that he would should, he should be able to know. Like he should be able to know that something called Trico that looks like a leaf is probably not a water type and probably most likely a, a, a grass type. Maybe he's colorblind. I don't know if there is green blue colorblindness. If there is, I bet Ash would have it. Ash just would be completely monochrome. But then again, it looks like a leaf. His tail looks like a leaf. Uh, yeah, no. Leaves float on the river. Did anyone else notice that the Pokedex has a new voice? Is that just this episode? I don't remember it previously. I did not notice. Oh, yeah. There's a much more feminine voice now. I'm so proud of the Pokedex for, uh, for coming out. Good for the Pokedex. Hell yeah. Trans Pokedex. I'm still coming at this from the angle of I don't mind May being bad at things because it's funny. I wish that in the past four episodes May had learned a thing. Just kind of anything. She's trying. I guess. It really feels like give your Pokemon orders shouldn't be that hard to figure out. She realized that she had to name an attack this time. Ah. And she did it. And she lost but she was at a disadvantage. I think we're going to get to a point where we finally see Pokemon contests, and May will be like, that's the thing I really want to do with Pokemon. Screw battling. That would be so good and way better than we're going to get. Yeah, instead of them just continuing with forcing May to learn battling, when she's not really fussed. Mm. I want them to find contests. I don't know when they come up, but I hope it's during like this first batch of episodes. I'm trying to remember the town that it comes up in, in the, in the game, because I'm sure it would correlate to the same in the uh, the series. Probably. The way that Pokemon goes, what if we just don't get it this season? Oh, oof. I think we will, just because the anime has some leeway with, like, when things happen. And we have, like, 50 episodes. They do take a while on occasion to get places. But hey, maybe the inclusion of the map means we're going to go a little faster. Maybe. Maybe. I I would like that. I don't know if this is still, like, spread over three seasons in Hoenn, but I think we do get all the way through Advanced, and then get, like, a bit of the next Hoenn season. All I want is either them to find contests soon, or for May to just open up about the fact that she's really not interested in battling. That would be so good, and we're not gonna get it. Actually reveal it, because at the moment it's just guesswork as to what May is really here for. She said that she wanted the adventures, but, like... May, what are you really here for? I'm just here for Digimon and, well, and Pokemon, because I do like I do like Pokemon, but God, the anime needs some some more thought. Yeah, they just they keep it going just because it's constant marketing for the the games, so that's why it goes nonstop. We're nearing the seasons of Pokemon where I've seen like pretty much none of it. And Pikachu has lost weight between all seasons. Do we have anything else to say about in the nicker of time? I kind of wish this season were about that guy. Nikolai is an absolute nutcase, and he is very good. <laughs> He's so wild, but, like, if we could replace Brock with him, I'd be pretty here for it. Brock's fine and all, like, a bit of a weirdo and a bit of a creep, but, like, I really would like another person to join who is a new character. Maybe we need someone semi-serious, because we've got, like, Max, who's a, an annoying little piece of work, and we've got May, who gets dumber each episode, I feel. And then we've got Ash, who's intelligence kind of um is inconsistent like he'll go from like being really smart and like being helpful to not knowing what a type advantage is i don't think may's getting dumber i think she's just really not learning okay so far the learning curve is flat and that still sucks yeah no she's learned ember and peck that's two attacks she is slowly but surely learning things and like she knows now that she has to tell torchic what to do because otherwise torchic gets itself killed. Even that's kind of wild, because Pikachu can just do things. 
Also, oh, I will say one last thing I wanted to say here. They're very confused as to why the Zigzagoon are mad at them after Pikachu electrocutes all of them. And I'm like, are you serious? The Shudderbolt missed everyone. So, like, when I was a kid, I was dumb. And I thought Zigzagoon was a dog. I mean, I can totally see why you'd think that. I didn't, like, like, we don't, we don't really have raccoons here, like, at all. I, like, I've never actually seen a raccoon, except for, like, videos on the internet. We have, like, cats that rummage through rubbish, but that's, like, all we have. I guess we have foxes, too, but, like, we don't really have raccoons. I don't think, yeah, I've never seen a raccoon. So, I kind of just thought it was, like, a weird dog or a squirrel or something. Like, Sentret, is it, is Sentret a squirrel? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Cool, I got that one right. And it becomes a ferret. The squirrel becomes a ferret. Yes, th- that's fine. And Rattata's a rat. I should hope mm-hmm. so. But then I feel like that, because each, each Pokemon series has, like, the same sort of... You've got your starters, you've got birds, you've got the weird, cute, furry animal that you see on the first route. I feel like that slowly transitioned from, like, um, mice and, like, rodents and s- squirrels and stuff to dogs. Uh, we've always had dog Pokemon. Like Growlithe and Arcanine. And yeah, and um, Houndour, but I'm saying that that's that was usually higher up in the Pokedex, and it wasn't usually in like the first like the first area. I'm talking about like the the slot for Rattatar and and uh, Sentret and uh, Zigzagoon. I feel like that became like Lillipup. They stopped holding the dogs hostage. Growlithe and Arcanine, they're considered almost like kind of legendary, not like legendary or mythic, but like pseudo legendary. Yeah, like uh, the the dragons, like how they're always considered like pseudo mythic, and then. Arcanine was always considered the same sort of level of rareness almost. And then we've got Houndour, who was sort of, like, there, but you didn't see him for a while. Yeah, I do remember it taking a really long time to get a Growlithe as a kid on, I think it was Pokemon Yellow. Which is fair, because they're good, they're good, they're good friends. Riding Arcanine in Pokemon Let's Go was really good. That's a side thing. I feel like one of our special episodes should be about the games, because I have a lot of thoughts about the Pokemon games, like... I love the Pokemon games so much. They're so good for, like, if I'm having a bad lifetime and I want to not have a bad lifetime, like, I feel like just playing Pokemon tends to, like, like, I won't sink into feeling bad like I do with some other games. I feel like Pokemon's just good for that. So was this episode filler or not filler? Very much filler. I think this is our first filler, like, 100% filler episode of Pokemon. I was kind of middling because I couldn't decide if May had learnt anything or not. Uh, Nothing she won't learn again next week. Yeah, you're not wrong. Sure, we'll say it's filler. And overall thoughts, I liked it because Nikolai was very entertaining. Yeah, it was a pretty entertaining episode. I could have probably done without Team Rocket, and I I sort of wish they had the freedom to have Rocketless episodes once in a while, or episodes just about them. Like, switch up the format. I think my favourite episodes of Pokemon, or at least the episodes I remember the most vividly, are the Team Rocket episodes. Like, I really liked the one where we find out that James has, like, comes from some royalty. And I really liked the um the the one where they're in school, I feel like was more of a Team Rocket episode. I not I really like them because I really just I kinda feel like they're only doing crime because they're poor. I mean that's like canon. <laughs> it must be so hard not to be a ten year old in this universe because I feel like all the adults we see is sort of if they don't if they're not like uh gym leaders or nurses or police officers, I feel like they're bad guys we don't see any adults who hey 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 you could start a pidgey delivery service yeah but i don't know i feel like all of the adults in this sort of have like i don't know i feel i feel bad for the adults in this universe most of them just have kids i would have liked an episode about someone who doesn't 
have to work with Pokemon every day. Someone who's just like, yeah, Pokemon are fine. Anyway, I gotta go back to my lab where I program or something. But, I mean, the whole world revolves around Pokemon. It does. That's weird. We have animals. The whole world does not involve using animals to do all the things. Yeah, but our animals aren't as intelligent. I suppose. But, you know, we also don't send our children off to go engage in dogfights. Well, I mean, you don't. Also, brief side tangent-ish. Why are all the bad guys in Pokemon so outrageously camp? And I think maybe it extends to bad guys in anime English dubs from, like, the same era. Like, I feel like they're all very, like, ha ha ha, I am the bad guy. This is my doing of evil. Ha 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 ha. They're all very camp and very extra. Yeah, I I think it's a holdover from the American, uh, like, I'm trying to remember what it was called. There was a comic book code of conduct or something like that, where they, you know, could not portray gay people in a in a good light or anything like that. Yeah, like, I mean, I always thought it was a way that they made them seem less scary. Like, uh, take Phantomon in Digimon, for example. They gave him a silly voice, but he's actually terrifying. He is the Grim Reaper. That is scary. But when you give him, like, a ha-ha-ha, noisy toss kind of voice, it makes him... He's not a threat. Yeah, it makes him kind of like, aha, look at that funny, funny voice guy. So I feel like it's also, like, making them seem, yeah, less scary. Which I feel like is a shame, since in most cases, they're not that scary to begin with. Uh, The irony of cutting out the episode of Pokemon about guns in America, the land that's made entirely of guns, is still wild to me. And Digimon, like, also has weirdness, because we have Deputymon, who shows up in Zero Two. And then, like, ten years later in Cross Wars, or uh, Fusion, rather, in the dub, they paint him blue for no reason, when we've already seen him before. Yeah, I, I like, I understood the censorship with, you know, um, Gargomon nearly killing Ruki. Like, okay, I get that. I don't know if it was necessary, but I can totally get it. Yeah, I can get killing children. Or, right, rather, not showing the killing, <laughs> the hurting of children. We have that on tape now, May. Oh, no, please don't cancel me. Unless we cancel May from Pokemon, who is very different from May in real life. Knows a lot less about Pokemon. And my proportions make sense, more or less. Now that last part's a mood. Except when I was a teenager, because I had these big-ass shoulders, and I'm just like, I rock my shoulders now. Yeah, aren't you, like, super buff? Um, I, Well, I mean, I was when I was going to the gym every day, but since gyms are not open, I'm less buff. I'm just slim now, which is not good. I want to buff back up, but I just don't have the weights. May needs to be able to break me in half with a hand. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to meet Quinn and Stevie, and I want to swap both of them. That's my goal. You just have to warm up for it. I warm up for my puns. I hadn't made any puns this episode, and I was like, there was such an absence of me last episode, so I had to make up for it. Yeah, the ghost of May does not make very good puns. Or Pokemon May. Pokemon May also does not make great puns. Pokemon May goes, we did it, while also contributing nothing. I'm going to play more Mystery Dungeon after this. That sounds like fun. Have we spoken about Digimon yet? Not at all, but we should. Let's move on to Dream a Little Dream. I had a dream where we stayed on topic for a whole discussion once. Yeah, I have those sort of weird dreams that'll never happen to. I, I dreamt that I was married to Brad Pitt at one point. No, that's that's possible. I wish. Also, Brad Pitt isn't he like three times our age? Yeah, but he looks he's a, he's a good three times our age. He's like fifty six or something. He's old enough to be like my dad, but that's okay. You could squat Brad Pitt. I'd like him to squat me. 
on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Digimon? Sure. Yeah, sorry. Wow, that, that on topic lasted approximately five seconds until I opened my big Pikachu. Now, I'm sorry. This episode's gonna have more outtakes than episodes. So, this episode of Digimon had like 80% fewer furries in it, which is actually kind of uncommon for Digimon. Redamon was still there. That's true, that's why I said like 80% fewer. Where were, where were the furries last time? What what are the furries you speak of? Gargomon and Renamon at the moment. Also, probably Kenta. It didn't have anywhere near as many furries as Pokemon. How many did Pokemon have? Pokemon had actual furries. Nikolai! Like I said, also probably Kenta. Probably. Who was in this episode? I think Kazu is also a fairy, but I feel like he's the fairy who makes fun of his fairy friends, but he's actually the most fairy. Oh, secret furry. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry, but Juri has her hand up a dog most of the series. A dog puppet. Puppet. Just to be very clear, it's a puppet. It is not an actual dog that she has her hand up. That's a, a reasonable distinction. Doesn't Labramon evolve to Leomon? I think it can. I think everything can. Most things can. Patamon can become Leomon. I did not know that. I think. I'm pretty certain it can. In Digimon World. At least. That would be the way to do it. That's how, in colon, we get Patamon on the team. Leomon shows up, dies, come back as Patamon. We get best of both worlds. Patamon and a Leomon there. I feel like all of the adventure Digimon can evolve to uh, Leomon. Like, if I'm thinking about virtual pets, I'm pretty sure they've all evolved to Leomon. Leomon's not been in Tamers yet, so... Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, Leomon hasn't died yet. We need to wait for Leomon to live before we start talking about Leomon dying. He gets like a whole 12 episodes or something. But yeah, Jerry has her first encounter with Digimon, and it's Kalamon, and she's terrified. And I don't get it, because Kalamon's really cute and adorable. Kalamon's so good! From our point of view, but I think if you saw something like that in real life, like, remember the person who did all those, like, hyper-realistic Digimon? Like, even Koromon was a little bit creepy. Like, just imagine, it's just skin. It's just a ball of skin. I feel like Kulumon has... But if we saw Kulamon, it's like this, it's a weird thing. Like, I don't, I don't know, I feel like it's reasonable being scared of a Digimon when you don't know what a Digimon is and it's not a cute cartoon, it's in real life. I found the picture with hyperrealistic Kalamon. Oh no, I don't want please share. <laughs> I don't want to, please share. <laughs> You're like, I don't want, I don't want it, please share. Please share. There we go. He's got hyperrealistic Gilmon as well. Gilmon is terrifying. That is a good Gilmon. That is exactly what Gilmon should look like. I. Uh, Kalamon, I feel like that looks like a little hell demon. I'm all for it, but like... Kalamon just looks like like they just came off the set of Gremlins. Yeah, and I feel like if you saw that in real life, you would be a little bit scared. I'd be a little terrified, especially when it came up to me and asked me when I was going to kiss and whether or not I was going to eat my partner. Yeah, like that is scary. I'll include this in the podcast thumbnail so people can actually look at it. That's important. And we're actually on topic, sort of. Yeah, we're talking about two Digimon that were in this episode. Ugh, Kalamon is so good. Yeah, Kalamon carries the whole episode. The door had earrings. They, they want to play football, but nobody comes, even though it's the best game ever. Also, apparently you can make a Star of David and it will summon an evil demon? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's unclear if Kalamon summoned the Digimon. Uh, see, this is, yeah, it is, is not specifically clear whether or not we could repeat this procedure and just summon more Digimon by getting up more chalk. And I want to know. And we're just never going to come back to it. If you made the summoning shape smaller, would the Villamon be even smaller? That's a good question. 
I love that it's no longer Evilmon. It's it's Villamon. Totally different. It's a play on it. It's not as bad as how we saw Demon, the Digimon, in Zero Two being called Demon, and then we decided that we were going to call him Creepymon forever after that. And same with Cherubimon in the anime. Even, even though I think the detector came out around the same time as the anime, it called it Kirpimon, and for some reason, Kirpimon stuck. What the hell? I, I only know it as Cherubimon. It was Cherubimon in the anime, but Kirpimon. I know Kirpimon's an alternate name, but I've, I've never used it. They stuck with it in the, the it was in the Detector um, toy, and then in uh, Everything Now they call it Kirpimon. Like in um, Cyber Sleuth, it's Kirpimon. Trubimon's just not used anymore. How weird. That's such a terrible decision. Also, I've never understood why Arukenimon did not become Arachnimon. Because that would make sense. Yeah. Digimon doesn't care if it makes sense or not, it just does what it wants. Did you, I think we have absolute proof that Digimon prefers not to make sense. Alright, so, uh, the other things that happened in this episode, besides Juri and Kulumon being great. The teacher is, is really done. I'm sorry, I absolutely loved Kari being like, if life were fair, I'd be in Maui. Because that is such a mood. I feel like... The teacher in this is just Quinn's self-insert character. You're not at all wrong. It even sounds like Kari. I really like the teacher. I, I love her. And, like, she cares about her students so much. I mean, we see more of it later on in the series, but she's just... She's so good. She really cares. Like, she's not, like, a terrible adult. She's a nice adult, and it's really nice to see nice adults. Like, she, she doesn't really care for her job all that much, but she cares about the kids. You know, that's a whole ass mood, though. But... So many cartoons like to show, like, uh, the teacher as being, like, a, a terrible person. And even Zero Two, while the teacher wasn't terrible, the kids kind of made a mean joke for no reason. Like, our teacher looks like Ogamon. <laughs> like, why? Also, it was, like, the first day they'd met him. Yeah, like, he looks nothing like Ogamon. He is a man. And all men are Ogamon, but, like, okay. Someone who semi, semi identifies as male. I'm not. You're only Ogamon some of the time. Maybe it's not a, big, ba- a bad thing to be Ogremen. Not all Ogremen. <laughs> Hashtag not all Ogremen. Yeah, I'm struggling to remember what else even happened in this episode because it was kind of filler. I was wondering why it is that so far our pokey discussions have ended up so much longer than our discussions, And it's because we just wear ourselves out going off topic during Pokemon. Yeah, we do. We, we do, we do. Then we get to Digimon we're just like, yeah, this was better. We're not going to say why. I had a much better time watching it. I feel like this episode was a more or less a better introduction of Kalumon. Like, as, as a character, we haven't really seen Kalumon interact with the children, and this is, like, the first main thing of him being a character. I don't know. I like him. So I wouldn't necessarily call it filler. We've been teasing Kalumon's existence, but yeah. It's semi-filler, because, I don't know, it's, it's the characters meeting Kalumon and kind of, like, wondering what to do with it. That's fair. That's fair. So I, I think that it's it sort of ki- could be still removed, but it's a good addition, if that makes sense. So I'm no idea if it's filler or not filler. I was surprised the dub decided to call Kuluman Ki, because I would have expected them to decide this character is a girl. Yeah, because cute. Yeah, because cute thing, and then we would have more girl. It's probably because of the choice of voice actor. I'm, like, still... Like, amazed that the dub didn't make Hawkmon a girl. Yeah, actually. I'm glad that they didn't, because it's nice. Hawkmon could be trans girl. I thought Hawkmon was a girl when I was a kid. 
and I don't know why. Because they digivolve with pink. Yeah, but he doesn't have a pink ribbon. Yeah, how can you tell? He has a headband, so that helps. I always thought that Garudamon was a was a man, and Bergamon was a, just evolving into a man Digimon, and like I was fine with that as a kid. Like it, I did not seem strange at all. Like it was like, oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Yeah, I thought Garudamon was male as well. I was just like, cool. I still kind of do, to the extent that Digimon have a gender. Meanwhile, the German dub of Tamers here is going to decide that Venomon is a guy. That's cool too. Oh, and I think Spanish. I think it was the Spanish version that Iori was a girl. That sounds right. I was just thinking Renamon, and then later we get, you know, the bio-merge and things get weird. Yeah. I mean, Sylphimon also was like Aquilamon and Gatomon. But also, Gato is a male cat. You're not wrong. Don't have genders, have agendas. Have Digimon instead. Yeah. I identify as Digidestined. I'm here for it. You can't prove I don't have a Digimon. They're just not here. Well, you know, it's because you're in the real world. They had to go back after your big adventure. Leaving the house is a big adventure. It kind of is. It's real scary anymore. Anyway. Digimon. Rika, Rika kills the thing and downloads it like it's nothing. And we're just immediately like, okay. So we see how she's not like Henry. Yeah, and I like that. I appreciate the dichotomy we've set up. I will be grateful when, when she's a little less full of herself. I think I've said this before, but I used to hate Rika when I first watched this as a kid because I thought that she was just terrible, but, like, I never finished the series because I think only, like, 30 episodes were actually released in Australia on TV, so I, I we didn't get to see her um be better. So I hated her because she was just awful in, like, the first chunk, but now watching, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are better than those stupid boys. Damn right she is. But she doesn't kill the cute thing. So you know she has a heart. Exactly. She's so good. Mm. Also, I want I want an AU where she did kill Kuluman and just she doomed the world. I want Digimon Emperor R- Rika. Like that's what I want in my life. Oh, that'd be really good. <laughs> no. I was just thinking, like you know, Ruki ends up just eventually changing, having much the same arc, except that now we can't bring out Kaluman as as the Deus Ex Machina at the end, and we all die to the what you call it, D Reaper. The digital enchilada. They would all die to, like, all the champion Digimon. <laughs> You're not wrong. But what about if um she actually thought that it was a digital enchilada and not a digi- digital enchilechia and actually just ate it? What? Yes. Well, it's an enchilechia. Are you thinking of an echidna? Uh, it's a weird Greek work that means something along the lines of force of inspiration. No, it's not an echidna. No. That's why young me thought that it was a digital enchilada, because I didn't know what a digital enchilechia was, because I didn't know Greek, because I was seven. I still don't know what enchilechia is, and Quinn just explained it to me. Uh, it's a it's a reference to Aristotle. What's an Aristotle? Philosopher from Greece, 5,000 years ago. Does he have Twitter? <laughs> Probably. Someone has to be doing Aristotle posting. Go follow uh, Aristotle. But it broadly means, like, a force which brings potential to reality kind of thing. It's a force for growth in life. Oh, and it grows, because they digivolve. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's also an enchilada. Uh, Enchilachi is traditionally quite cute. They're traditionally quite tasty. <laughs> I mean, that's just screwed up. <laughs> what is this recording? Oh, we're so off topic today, it's terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's almost like me being here is a curse. No, I did the same thing last week when you weren't here. Good, in my absence, please do that. It became like a 27 minute episode, our last recording. 
because that's the magic of my editing. Okay, I think we should just try and come to decision on if this is filler or not. I'm going to say no. I'm kind of leaning towards it being filler. I'm going to say not filler. I have been persuaded that it's not filler, in part because of development with Kugumon, which is important. We also got a little bit more out of Ruki with her not killing something. It's the first time she has not killed a thing. She's not killed Gilmon. That's true. She wants to. It is the first time that the other tamers found out that she is okay with data loading. Yes. You know, I mean, that's going to spark a discussion next episode, so I, I'm inclined to say no, even if it felt a lot like filler. Okay, I'll put it as not filler then. Um, overall, I enjoyed it a lot, mainly because Calamon's just the best little bean. We should all be more like Calamon and just make our own games. Let's just hit that earring with a rock until it breaks. Okay. Should we do the mono a mono? Yeah. Now it's time for mono a mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing with each other over trivial things. For general comparisons, all I've really got is that both of these episodes were kind of just towing the line between being filler or not, but they were both fun because it just involved kind of loony characters. They both have a rel- more or less centered around a relatively wackyish character, being Kulamon and Nickabopper. Nickabopper? <laughs> the way he just stared at Max's shorts was uncomfortable. Max is in general uncomfortable though. I mean, that's fair, but he's still a child. I still hate Max. But why? Max was fine. I'm on the fence. Because, I don't know, he just he's just a little bit too much of that annoying little brother character, which is a trope that's played too much, but I'm pretty sure he's only like a year or two younger than May, and I don't know why he's acting like a baby. But he's so much shorter. He must be like three. Yeah, but if you think about it, TK and Yamato only are two years apart, but TK, for some reason, looks like a very young child, and Yamato looks like an older child, even though there's only two years difference. For that matter, Izzy looks ridiculously less tall with only a year, versus Joe, who is stupidly tall. Yeah, Joe is 12, and Koshiro is 9, and Izzy, uh, sorry, is, and TK is... Eight. And Joe is twice his size. Like, a year difference between um, TK and Izzy does not make sense to me, because he's played as, you know, a crybaby. People get their growth spurts at different times. Also, isn't Susie also, like, eight? Why is Susie eight? I don't know. The dub made her, like, a, a toddler. Yeah, even even in the original, I wouldn't have said she was more than six. I, I mean, I swear she's eight, unless I'm wrong. Like, for memory, like, she's not, like, she's not six, she's, like... Older than she should be. Maybe she leads a very sheltered life. Mm. Ages are weird. I'm still not sure how old Brock is, and I've been watching the show for four years on the trot. I always thought he was 16. I think he's, uh, like, 15. I don't know. I don't think Brock is that much older than Ash. And Team Rocket are mid-twenties. I think Misty's, like, 13. I'd have to Google it, and I I don't I don't want to I don't want to know the answer because I know it's going to be just bad. I think I know Brock's been like portrayed as being between sixteen and eighteen years old, <coughs> and I think Misty's like thirteen and fourteen. <coughs> I would like if Brock was eighteen and more mature than the rest. But it'd be of them. weird. Like, why is an eighteen-year-old just like friends with a ten-year-old? That's very true. Like, other than just being a guardian, because Ash is just so cool. He's not though. But he has a hat. I think Tracy was old, too. Yeah, Tracy was looked like he was in his mid-twenties. 
that's really weird. That is really and also why? Like I love Team Rocket, but if, but they're, I'm fairly certain they're like twenty four or something. Why are they also just targeting a ten year old? Because they have a really good Pikachu. But Pikachu's not even that rare. So like the early Pokemon seasons hand waved that with I don't know somehow Pikachu got struck by lightning and is way stronger than the average Pikachu, and and that's why Ashes in particular is good. But God, they have such a sunk cost fallacy. You you could literally just catch. There were Pokemon right there. You just had to throw a ball at them. Like, I feel like the plot point of, oh, Team Rocket caught Pikachu. Oh, wait, it's not Pikachu. It's actually this Digimon, this Digimon, this Pokemon. <laughs> so, and I feel like that's constantly used. They're actually very good at stealing Pokemon, just not stealing Pikachu. I mean, they went for Mudkip this time, but they didn't take into account the fact that Nikolai could fly. Oh, the other thing that was just kind of ridiculous in this episode was uh, that uh, apparently the, the Zigzagoon can dig a pit knowing in advance where Ash will send out his Pidgey knockoff, poke a hole in the balloon, and then they end up in the pit trap. I'm like, what? They can just see the future? Is that a thing they can do? It was a literal plot hole. (laughs) It really was. But it's okay, because they have a copyright (laughs) on pit traps. It's even really a trap when it's just a hole you dug in the ground and did not hide. They've done it before. Okay, who's our Mon of the Week, and why is it Kalumon? That's so Kuluman. Because uh, Kuluman's the best. Kuluman is so good. I love them. They're so good. It's an easy win. Just like, there's, there's no competition. Kalumon's just too good. Um, but you, Mon of the Week, I'm leaning towards Nikolai, because he was just so much fun. And he's an absolute nutter. And he said Nickers a lot. He really did. Without talking about them. Um, I'm going to say Zigzagoon, just because I don't know I really like Zigzagoon. For you, Mon of the Week? Oh, Humon, sorry. Wait, Nikolai dresses Zigzagoon. There's my answer. Valid. Uh, I think we also said Nikolai. I'm glad he's not a permanent character, but he was fun this week. I think this is the first time Pokemon's had the Yumon of the week, and it's a filler character. <laughs> I don't even know if I've spelled his name right. Well, I can't even say Rika because she's meant to be rubbish. She was there for like a minute. Don't get me wrong, I'm super here for the girl power, but I could have, you know, you at very least I could have used more of her. Well, we are on to giving the points then. Starting with Pokemon. What were we thinking? I'm thinking like a six. It was fine. I think four. May come in with the low score again. Nice. I'm sorry. No, no, you, you're entitled to your low scoring opinions. I gave it a seven myself. You're entitled to be wrong. No, no. I, I get that people might not like Pokemon as much as I'm liking it at the moment. I guess it was sort of... I know, the character's just sort of annoying and I just don't like being annoyed. Okay, I'll raise it to a five then. You really don't have to. If you want to give it a four, give it a four. Okay, I'll give it a four. He's just stuck with the peer pressure. Yeah. I didn't realise it'd be this easy to peer pressure May. Not very easy. Why haven't you given it a ten, May? Because it was there. That's not a good enough reason, May. No. Oh no, I don't I don't want to turn this into bullying May, the show. I think it is now bullying May. That's what we do now. We can bully the character, May, but not not the co host, May. That adds up to 17 for Pokemon. It continues to be kind of middling. Yeah. Now, Digimon. What are we giving to whatever this episode was called? Dream a little dream. That was it. This episode had nothing to do with dreaming. I gave it an 8. I also gave it an 8. And what are you thinking, Quinn? If you give it one or more, it cannot lose. I was torn between a 7 and an 8, and I think I'm going to go solid 8. Solid 8s again. 8s all round. You know what? That's a pretty respectable score. I think that's the second week in the row it's had three eights. So it's doing well. So that does mean Digimon wins 24-17. 
they can get 5-0 to Digimon so far. Pokemon needs to step up its game fast. It really does, jeez. It needs a good episode soon, because Digimon is just getting a huge lead. Next time, we'll be discussing the sixth episodes, A Poached Ego and Oh Partner, Where Art Thou? That is a, that is a title. That's so good. I love it. Thanks, Pokemon. I don't get it. Like poached egg, but it's ego. Oh, that that's the joke. They All they had to do was change one letter. It's great. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord, and you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. As always, a big thank you to our patrons for supporting our episodes, Chisai236, Nicholas, and Keith. Of course, a massive thank you to Quinn and May for joining me as well this week. Where can the people find you? Uh, Lost in Translation Mon on everything, basically. If you search Lost in Translation Mon, you will most likely find me. And you'll find us over there talking about Digimon Adventure Colon. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. Bye! Did no one else say bye, or did Discord just... Oh, sorry. Uh, bye! Did Quinn already leave? No, I said goodbye, and then... And then you said, did you guys not say it? And then I said something, and then... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Yeah, sink, sink. We need to sink. <laughs> what are you? Okay, what are you sinking about? But um, plumbing. Oh no. What else would you think about? Uh, Digimon. About two hundred pounds. I mean, plumbing and Digimon have a lot in common. It's true. Lots of poo in both. Oh no. Exactly. Me and Quinn are on the same wavelength. When you think of pie, what do you think? Like, what kind of pie? Like, what what pie? When Steak and kidney. Yeah, I think about meat pie. Oh, I love a key lime pie, thank you. Oh, I love key lime pie. I got yeah. in trouble with my parents because we got key lime pie and then I ate all of it. You come visit and I will make you a key lime pie. I'm going to visit. I want to I wanna go to America because I just want food. Uh, well, as long as we're talking about video games, I have been playing five-dimensional chess with multiversal travel. That sounds fun. It's It's wild. Because it's exactly what Something. it says it is. It's it's chess if you can have your rook travel back in time to an earlier part of the game. But why? Because it's five-dimensional chess with multiversal travel. But what, then what was the fourth dimension? Multiple boards, I think? I don't know. Does it have multiple boards? It, well, kind of. Every time uh, you alter the timeline so that you know you send your rook back in time, you are creating a separate timeline. One where you now have three rooks and one where you have one. Or whatever. You talking about this game is giving me a headache. It's wild. (laughs) Also, even though it's just a real simple chess game, you have to have a massive uh, graphics card in order to run multiple games across different universes. That that does make sense. Yeah. Is this like online play or do you only play against bots? Uh, No, it's online as well. I've only been playing against bots so far because I want to not die. If you lose five-dimensional chess, do you die in real life? I think you die in the fifth dimension, but that's okay. Okay. I think you have more lives in the fifth dimension. Yeah. Are you okay, May? <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to get my head around that. Sorry. I watched, I, I, I watched Snatch again last night.
<laughs> Don't make us talk about that. Brad Pitt took off his shirt and it was pretty. <laughs> Brad Pitt or his shirt? He had tattoos, oh, both. I wish I was that shirt. <laughs> Don't you want him to put you on? <laughs> or at least turn you on? I want no one to take me off. <laughs> I thought it was get... Uh, you know what? I'm dying right now. <laughs> I think we all are. I still can't decide if I want to get my ears pissed on a, a side tangent. It took me a bit you to decide I wanted to. Oh, you're right. You're always pierced, right? I understand. Uh, I would go ahead. and <laughs> No, do I it. want. I want to pierce May's ears. I don't. I don't have much space on my ears. Like you're gonna have a problem doing that. Padaman says thank you for listening to the Moncast. Bye bye.